0: Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So, if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. And welcome to the Year of Joy series, in which I talk to experts on special powers, which we call joy superpowers, which each and every one of us can cultivate in order to build more joy into our lives. I'm Andrew Cannon. And I have the honor to be your host. And in this episode, I'm excited to be talking with Larissa Mills about the joy ingredient of family and the power of balancing tech. Larissa is founder of Mental Game Academy, which is here to equip athletes with mental skills and healthy phone habits to perform well and iParentGen.com that helps families find balance with technology to thrive. Larissa is also founder of Mentally Well HR Solutions, an HR company that primarily focuses on digital and mental wellness. Larissa loves sports, coaches volleyball, has three kids, loves meeting new people, and traveling. Welcome to the show, Larissa.
1: Uh, yeah, I, uh, I love traveling. It's the best. I met, We were just talking about that. I, I, we miss traveling. And now I'm is, smack in the middle of doing it everywhere. <laughs> it's, like, it's the best. I love meeting new people. Because people make change, right? You change through people, no matter who Absolutely. you are. Absolutely. When into, people like get out of their rain.
0: context into a new environment, yeah. and when you see them traveling, they can be different from where they are at home.
1: Yeah. And when, you, when I go to a new city, I'm like, wow, this city functions so much better than mine. What, what are they doing? You know, why can't we function like this? Or why can't we have that? Like, it just traveling just changes our brain in so many effective ways, right?
0: It does. It does. Although I am wondering, they're probably sitting there saying the same when they're talking to you or visiting your city. I think everybody sees the grasping greener on the other side and notices what's wrong about where they live instead of focusing on on what the good things are.
1: Yeah, human, that's funny because someone said, what's, why do you like your city? And I said, the trees. <laughs> it was a really simple answer because we have literally more, we have millions of trees. Um, each lot has like 10 trees big trees like 80 feet 40 feet and one of the reasons why we decided to stay here is because it's a safer city yeah it's a very medically oriented sort of sort of um university oriented city but although there's things that frustrate me about the city i have to look at what the positives are right because while i'm here i want to enjoy what it's offering so that's where you have to look at sort of the bright side of where you're living, because there's always a negative to every city. Right.
0: There is there is. You have to always remember them and call them out. Right. Especially in a family situation. I think it's super important that, that you know, family members take that moment um, around meals, for example, or before bedtime mm-hmm. um, to sort of just focus on. And what they liked today what were the good things happening in their lives seems well, to be such a what powerful athletes
1: every night before they go to bed they have to remember the 10 things they did well that day
0: that's right? a lot 10 things i ten do three with things. my daughter yeah we do three with well, my daughter depends on the
1: age but like three yeah. but right but their list of the things between their habits and their phone routines and their their physical routines what what did you improve on today because if we don't do that self-analysis no one's going to do that for them,
0: right? That is brilliant. That's brilliant. That's a great segue into what we're talking about today, which is tech and how it can struggle, or maybe sometimes families can struggle with balancing yeah. tech. So to give us a frame of reference, how do you see the current state of tech and device usage in a family context?
1: Ooh, um, that's, a, that's a tall order to answer. Um, medically? Medically. From a medical perspective, using the pediatric associations that we work uh, from, uh, which is the U.S., Canadian, Australian, and British, um, I'd say we're in a pandemic of phone use and tech use. I would say that we're depriving children um, from the chance to really develop healthy and that we're depriving our own selves of a place where we can actually find that, I want to say that joy, but... um, our brains, it's kind of cool, Andrew, because when I teach athletes how their brains work and how their nervous systems work after they're on tech, I give them a pop can. So they're like, can I drink it? I'm like, no, 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 you're not going to drink this one. Every time you go to get on your phone, I want you to shake it for two days. That's, that's like 150 shakes, right? So we meet like the next day or whatever it is. I said, now I want you to go open on your mom's favorite rug. <laughs> and they're like, nope. <laughs> I said, why? Why, why, why not? I said, because it, if you weren't using your phone, you shouldn't have had to shake it. So they grasped that when we shake the phone, it's like doing that to our nervous system. It really pisses it off because it it agitates the dopamine and surges in cortisol your heart rate goes up your your tummy clenches because your vagus nerve is all co- connected through here and then you wonder why kids are agitated or parents are agitated we're or agitated or unfocused or we're cognitively foggy or uh, we're tired because dopamine is a great hit a small hit of cocaine and so what we're seeing in families is dysfunction right we're right. not functioning.
0: So in- so in some way, it's like, you know, you use word pandemic, which obviously everybody's got fresh in their minds, um, or not so fresh in their minds, depending how they're dealing with it. Yeah. Um, you know, the recent pandemic that we all live through. And, and, you know, I think most people recognize the impact that had on them that maybe people aren't recognizing to the same extent the negative impact technology can have.
1: Yeah, and that's a lot because we had to also work online and be home online and keep our children quiet so we could work online. So we would do anything to to make sure they were quiet. Here, eat sugar. Here, have an iPad. Here, watch a bad movie. Here, do this. And it was very tough for many families, but this was going on before the pandemic. the The phone use was at 11 hours, nine hours, six hours a day by children prior to the pandemic. I don't know how they were doing it except for they were staying up late, right? Uh, And when we see our athletes or children at home and how we help families at home is the best thing they can do is to thrive in a routine. Routines actually build families um, security and confidence. And then they're on tech Less, right?
0: So, right, which is interesting because I suppose in today's sort of freedom world, in some respects, mm-hmm. um, that you know, many routines I think are going out the window in many families, I would imagine.
1: Absolutely, even even the, the, the really the part that I just read in a statistic yesterday, where was that? I'll have to get that out and dig it out, but they were saying that families that don't eat together and, and order and they don't cook there's actually a breakdown in communication and behavior in the family and the families that eat three or more meals a week and put tech aside every day. um, we have exact, you know, routines that we can help families with for sure. Um, we, we, I call it, we have balanced hundreds of families now in terms of tech use and brought back, you know, that refreshing feeling and that communication, because basically the more we're on phones, like if you look at it like polarization. So if the more we're on phones, the less socialization we have and the less our brains aren't working. And that really ticks our brains off. So I, I come at phone use through science, through brain use. And I didn't know this, but neurologist Dr. John Hutton out of Cleveland Hospital in Cincinnati, he's studying children's brains using MRIs. And he was saying his, he's still working on this is ongoing for years. Um, that more than two hours of video use a day can stop neurons from firing which bring now I don't think he's linked it to dementia but he he believes there is it's just they're not developing they can't talk and our brains respond and clean itself through talking it feeds off it warns off uh, dementia and and Parkinson's because we need to socialize and we get all of our Emotions and our communication through our brains in our language. People, I don't think people really understand how important it is to raise kids to be strong and vocal. Because when we see them through the NCAA and athletes, professional athletes, even they can't communicate and talk, and they're seventeen. Right.
0: So the the use of technology, social media, for example, or gaming, where you're communicating, obviously with your thumbs, doesn't replace the human to human interaction never, according never. to the brain science
1: yeah the the science says actually here's the here's the interesting part gaming one hour a day is not as detrimental as social media is to our children's developing brain and their confidence in fact social media is more to blame today for children feeling anxious and insecure and be having behavior issues because we're not we have to look also at um, uh, many people don't include Andrew the scale of mental health well mental health is mental health mental distress is really where we're at Anx- anxious but let's let's not forget that behavior unwanted behavior is also part of mental distress so we in a cl- in a classroom teacher she said she goes I've thirty kids I've been teaching for thirty three years she said and in a class of Thirty, She would have one kid that would be a problem 30 years ago. Now, today, she has 16 out of 30 that all have different types of issues. And she says, how, how can I teach that? And, and she said that I I can't keep up with the technology that's happening and being allowed at home because she's trying to teach them. Actually, teachers are going back to paper because they're getting more work done, right?
0: Yeah. And the effect that has on the whole classroom dynamic, I suppose. I so oh, yeah. mean, you, you can control one child out of 30, but how can you <laughs> attempt to control?
1: Right. And it was really fascinating. I told her an experiment I did in my history class where I had two classes of grade 10 history. And I had one class where I pretty much put books, encyclopedias, paper, everything in front of them was paper. And they had this exact same assignment except for class period number two was allowed to use uh, the internet access to any technology in the, in the, in in the library. And the class that actually worked on paper got the assignment done in less than three periods. The class that was allowed tech took almost a week because they just kept getting distracted. When you write with your, your hand, you actually remember more of the material you want in a more concrete manner. And then they'd be like back, they try and get on, to a different browser, and they'd be gaming, or they'd be on shopping, or they'd be on worse, right? And uh I would actually control their browser if I if I could. But that's where we're at today: is the kids don't want necessarily to just look at that tech as as a tool. All they want is the entertainment factor.
0: Yeah, I noticed that on Duolingo, so I'm sort of revisiting my French on on Duolingo, and oh. it's it's fun. Oh, we oui. right. But it's not, doesn't have the same impact as writing down those verb conjugations.
1: No, it does not. Actually, our brain remembers more material. And this is where I'm really worried for education is because when we read the material, let's say you're learning about um, meiosis, right? Or mitosis. So, you know, there's five phases, right? Well, they'll write it on the board, you know, um, um, metaphase, anaphase, right? And they'll write all the phases on the board. But but what children are doing is they're picking up their phone partway and it doesn't go from their short-term memory to their long-term because it's got to go through a wall to kind of go into that concrete part. Right now, everything's staying in short-term or leaving. So Is we're that not why part
0: of the memory. reason yeah, why the not... short-term memory has decreased um, because yeah, it's, yeah, getting, it's overloaded. getting overloaded?
1: Yeah. Overloaded, and then it just goes out. It doesn't retain in the long term, and that's where we wonder why. Let's say their long term, their exams, their marks are lower. Their grades and boys and GPAs in the U.S. are going down dramatically. But the SAT scores, which is interesting to me, which makes sense—they're trying to get into for a scholarship. They remain the same high, which is interesting. So when they have something they want to work towards. Like to get into another program, then they're working hard for that grade. But right now, in general, boys' grades are going down at faster rate than girls. Is it because girls tend to talk and be more maternal and talk more, and and I'm seeing a generation being silenced, athletes being silenced. Like they're just quieter, they can't focus, they're not resilient. They they are where with, within their head they can't express themselves. You know, so it all has to do with parenting at home um if we want high performance athletes and kids we got to be high performance parents
0: yeah and I, I suppose there's many people listening to this who are maybe sort of cringing a little bit about how how they're doing at the moment themselves with their own phone usage i presume as, as well as the kids i know with myself and i'm not on social media as such but i i certainly work too much on my phone and so, you know, my daughter reminds me occasionally to put the thing down and focus mm-hmm. in the moment, which is which is great that she takes that, that role. But the
1: Smart girl. The, Smart girl.
0: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes she does have a bit, too. Uh, but the the thing being, I think that, you know, what should parents be doing differently? How can they break this cycle? You know, if they got into this Actually, cycle. It's pretty
1: of, easy. It's pretty easy. Um, uh, there's a couple of tips that I can give, um, but we do do webinars for like sports teams or schools or whatnot. But one of the first things we can do is teach our kids how to have a healthy lifestyle, right? And the first part of that is avoiding tech as long as we can, right? Uh, and connecting, being off our tech in their wake time. If I want to go on tech, um, I wait when I when they were younger, like little. I wouldn't actually be on my phone. I would be on my laptop, right? So I wanted them to see that it was my my laptop I'm on. Um, but I got really bad there with with a what's it called, a BlackBerry? Remember?
0: Right. Uh, yeah. 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 I remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah.
1: So this was sure. like 2000. My daughter was about 11, and I started to see like she got an iPad, and I didn't know what iPads will make. What is this? And I started to see the family dynamic changing, and she was changing. And I said, no, there'll be no tech in your room. Forget it. So bringing tech out of the room, number one, keeping it on the main floor means control, consistency, and maintenance. They can't do much inappropriate if they're on the main floor with you. Right?
0: So keep it out of the bedroom is what you're saying. Your own bedroom of as bedroom. well as their bedroom. Out of the bedroom,
1: definitely, especially at night, because the number one thing that's missing for kids right now is sleep. Like I have athletes that are staying up till 1am and they're NCAA because they're addicted to their phone. And yet I'm like, well, you want to become a pro. And if you're on your phone eight hours a day, I can say that's definitely not going to happen. Like you're missing things. So that's one. The other thing is dinner time. No tech at dinner. I mean, all of it should be docked. Right. And, and find joy and everyone should be making part of the meal. Uh, Like someone can prep the peppers, someone can do rice, like, or put it all together and and kids are capable of doing chores. Absolutely. And the more chores children's do at a a younger age, the more they can do as they age and the more responsibility they actually have and accountability. It's amazing. There's a lot of studies that support that. So put your whole family in a routine, a daily one. And that even in like, we had a problem with my little guy, um i i didn't allow phones right until grade nine but he wants to be able to communicate with his hockey teams and some friends so he has those capability on a phone but he doesn't have data or or anything like that and he's on the main floor so i'm like you pick the times twice a day where you want to talk with your friends instead of all day random this random use is really what's hurting all of us right
0: yeah yeah But there's definitely within the social media context, there's a huge amount of peer pressure. Um, you know, in terms of if you get to the schoolyard in the morning and you haven't, you know, got up to speed with your, your best friends. There's already been
1: 120 texts before school.
0: Right. And so, you know, there's this huge social pressure that if you're not up to speed with that, you don't, you're not in on the joke, so to speak. Um, you're going to be left out of the group.
1: Yeah. And so FOMO, fear of missing out, is actually a big component of kids today. It's it's their culture. I mean, there was a kid who's, whose mom took her phone away um, to help balance and just give her two hours without it. And I said, for three days, that's going to be tough. But then in three days, you watch the dopamine and cortisol levels just drop. And then and her mom said she was just like this new kid. She was, she was great, but she only wanted her phone every day to keep her streak alive on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. So the mom said, I will let you have four minutes. Here's your egg timer and I'll stay with you. And you can keep that alive, but there's no, your no phone for the AM or the PM and untethering ourselves from tech is going to be a struggle for the next generation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Already today. Already today, I think. Um, But it seems that, you know, there's huge benefits to doing this, both for them, the kids, as well as the whole family dynamic.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's it allows us to all communicate, get to know each other, get to um, um, learn how to regulate emotions and and teach. Uh, The other thing we can do is teach our kids mental skills like resilience, self-talk, how to stop negative, stuff, how to problem solve, how to not escalate situations. And right now that's, a, that's probably the biggest concern that psychiatrists, psychologists, and pediatricians have is behavior and children's regulation. Because behavior is our main issue, not mental distress. It's like anxiety and depression. It's just the feelings they get are masked by how they go on tech. So they're addicted to social media. They're addicted to TikTok. Uh, our athletes are now on TikTok less than one hour a day.
0: Right, you right. To cut that back down to
1: yeah, and then they put a control app on their phone. And actually, I have a I have parents. We have to help the parents too because now it, phone use has been a great tool, but we lost sight of the human importance of connection and raising children, uh, and how much time it actually takes. So if you're on a phone by 16,000 hours by 16, we're doing something very wrong. Yeah. Very
0: wrong. Yeah, no, it's definitely is out of balance. Um, right. I think it, in many that's cases. A great
1: way yeah. of it. Out of balance, even in an ecosystem, we're off, right? Because there's too much tech and not enough connection. When I was in Paris, the one thing I, I watched in Luxembourg gardens, and my I, I people watched for two hours that day. It was fantastic. I loved it. I'm sitting great there fun. and I, the kids are playing and i don't know what they're doing they're pl- feeding the birds or whatever my husband he he's trying to figure out a map and i'm just like wow look at look at everyone talking and in paris they talk like they they almost look like they're arguing but they're just they're just talking they kiss each other they eat no one got out tech except for when i saw americans got out their tech they didn't even talk to each other they looked but this could be a moment, maybe they're upset. I don't know. I don't know their, their situation. But I saw more European families definitely not on tech than Canadian and American. Just by observing in those two hours and then for those two weeks that we are in, in France, it was very fascinating. So maybe it's embedded in the culture that family is more important and that mm. face-to-face is more important.
0: Well, definitely the whole family context, the, the meal, you know, I've lived in France and also in Switzerland and there, the definitely the, the importance of family meals um, is right. much greater, you know, that they weren't brought up on TV dinners, which was, I suppose, a segue into mobile phone dinners. Um, yeah, so yeah.
1: Like Now it's like, here, order your, skip the dishes, it comes, you don't have to cook. I just want to watch Netflix and be on my phone. And that's pretty much what people do in the evenings. They don't go and, and, and work out and uh, get their, um what I want to call it? Their nourishment, their brain nourishment, like whether that's work, people connection. And now I'm seeing like even a, cl- a decline in, in sports, people are not signing their kids up for sports. Even adults aren't. They're like, Oh, yeah. it's too much. I'm like, that's not too much. Like, like our kids do three or four sports. We, we were raised on multiple sports a night in our house. Like, I think we're becoming very comfortable in our society with doing less because we don't have to.
0: Well, and it's also, don't forget, that was the whole premise of the tech industry is Correct. to make our lives easier. And we were sold under the, the idea that easy is good. And so, you know, if you you look at this, the whole concept of each of their Correct. business models is to make your life easier and therefore your life will be better. Whereas we know as humans, most of our, Good moments come from challenges we've done, things we've overcome, effort we've put in to get a reward.
1: Laughing, laughing is right. the most powerful. Yeah.
0: And yeah, now that's taken away, right? It's it, the opposite of saying it, you don't need no to do laughing.
1: that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's funny because there was just this uh, a documentary, I'll go back and get it, where they were monitoring the brains and love and and how much oxytocin is produced in the brain when mm. we hug. And actually it lasts longer or sorry, being angrier lasts longer than the oxytocin. But people are staying over here in anger mode and nervous system agitation and dopamine and cortisol spiking. So we are going to be more raged. Um, and then when we, right. So it's very simple. It's just brain chemistry. But as soon as we mm. reduce phone use, teach children how to mitigate social media where they have an undeveloped brain. So I'm more concerned actually about how social media is affecting our youth than gaming is because gaming, they talk, they, they, they talk to each other. They don't see each other. I'm, an hour a day is fine, not 10, uh, but cause you're sedentary. And our majority of our children are now becoming obese by one, by 2032, the kids will be one and two will be obese in the U S. That's uh,
0: that's, that's
1: negligent, right? Like that's,
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you add to that, the mental health anxieties and so but on. There, so. Is,
1: there is hope. Like our, our curriculum, our programs are going into schools. We are educating parents. We're educating teachers on mental skills and how to prepare to deal with your your new digital distracted student. Uh, we have your coaching programs. We have all of those solutions for them available and people are starting to put our mental skills and resilience all in their um, curriculum now, which is great because kids need it at an earlier age.
0: Absolutely. So I think we've done two great things. Today. So we raised some a light on the, on the challenge, on the issue of mm-hmm. when tech is unbalanced, you know, we're showing the negative impacts that can have as well as the positive impacts when it is in balance. And we shared a couple of good tips. So we shared sleep, obviously devices, yeah. Out of the bedroom, um, and then meal times. Oh, was, that, was that a second tip. Are there any other tips before we leave our oh, listeners? Oh, like you you're th- hey do is, this, do this, parents. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: talk to your kids. Book mm. time to talk to your kids every day, unplugged, about pizza, about paint, I don't know, about your sport, about, and have a dialogue, not a monologue, where you're chewing them out and telling them they're not good enough and to be better building your child's confidence is our number one job and doing things they like to support them grow into an adult is our number one job so that's probably where our priorities need to be um do i really want to go um um take my kids to hockey and and be in freezing in a rink and it's stinky and and then go to soccer and no but here i am doing analytical videos helping them in the driveway these are things he wants to do. And he knows we have a very close family. And it's yeah. it's the it takes hours and days to build relationships with people. That's why I always say to people, if you're in a relationship, I wait a year. And then I, even after then, if you I told my daughter, I said, if you ever get married, I said, I I'm like, I'll pay for the wedding if you live with them for a year before. Because they really all of their behaviors change when you change or you see them like a blinder comes off and you see what they're like in their home so i really wish that you know we do that but talking to our kids number one
0: yeah i love Um, this i think you know what we've also talked about is that let's focus on the behaviors and sort of the emotional well-being mental health issues will more take care of themselves rather than focusing on those problems
1: it's preventative we can prevent Mental distress, behavior issues, and phone addiction and social media addiction. Um, But bringing those anxiety, depression, and suicide rates down all comes from how well-equipped our kids are. So if they're well-equipped in self-esteem, confidence, and coping mechanisms, self-regulation, they're good. They could go and be anything they want to be right? That's
0: fantastic. That's fantastic. And we covered a lot of these in the year of joy. And I'm, I'm just reminded that in August, I think it's the week of the 10th of August, we'll have Nick Elston on helping people build their muscle of resilience, which is oh, you
1: know, yeah. one of the really we're important athletes We're trying to that, build that big muscle in there. And how, how that's done takes 10 steps to become resilient. Yeah. It really does. When, when people say, yeah, just be and like, there's a lot To being positive and and it's navigating your brain mostly it's you like you're right so we just give them some tools teach them how to do them watch them exercise that in their brain and then they're like yeah i'm good i'm good coach i could go i'm like okay rock on you're good and when they call you and go i totally screwed up in the first period and then i did my coping mechanisms and then i scored in the second i'm like that's awesome because you this person was anxious ridden had no confidence going in for eight weeks. Right. And then I'm like, can you just call back and leave that on base voicemail for me? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, and it was great because priceless, like we don't do this for, you know, we do this to change the culture. Right. That's what we, I want more kids to stay in sports. I'm losing more kids at this point to staying home on TikTok and gaming than I am to sports right now. Like it's, it's, it's a battle.
0: Definitely Bella. I'm so glad that you are taking on this battle, Larissa, and, and I know you're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> so, you know, everybody in the Joy community over the next few weeks will get the opportunity to, to take some of your tips, implement them, you know, report back into the community yeah. how it's going on. And though we're talking about family and kids, you know, I think this is really for adults if you're in a relationship. E without kids you know take a moment to think about how you're balancing tech in that relationship like, are you both on the phone together over breakfast or are you taking a moment to actually look up and, and talk to each other so you know don't just put it all on the kids also us as adults
1: it's all huge on us it's all on us
0: yeah that's fantastic well that's all we've got time for today larissa i thank you so much as as always thank it's you. a pleasure and a joy chatting with you today yeah. And I hope you, our listeners, enjoyed this podcast episode as much as I did. And I hope you feel inspired to cultivate this joy superpower of balancing tech. If so, please check out the show notes for links to Larissa and her resources. And if you're already a member of the Year of Joy community, please join us in the forum where over the next few weeks we'll work together on integrating some of Larissa's tips into our lives. And if you're not already a member of the Year of Joy community, please visit our website and find out more about how to join. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you tune in for the next episode of the Art and Science of Joy podcast. Until then, stay well, stay joyful, and balance that tech.